We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What's up, Insomniacs? Welcome to another episode of Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. As always, brought to you by Bucket of Wind. I'm Cameron. And I'm Matt. And today, I want to start off the show. I'm very excited. Uh Uh-oh. Another addition to Disney is planned at the theme parks now. No longer in the movies. They've been doing a lot of work in Disney Studios, as you very well know. Oh, okay. You're talking about not the theme park. You're talking about They just had Incredibles release. But now, they actually just released photos and videos from from Toy Story Land. It's a new wing of the park. Oh, I get a part of the theme park. Okay, yeah. yeah. And it actually looks pretty freaking dope. It has like, you have like Woody Land. Really? And then you have like the, you know, the Slinky Dog? I know, but. Mm, really? Really. Okay, let I'm me paint I'm, it. I might buy my $100 I'll tell ticker you, and I'll I'm tell run, you, ticket and I'm running into Woody Land. I'll tell Maybe. No. <laughs> I'll buy you a neon tank top, dude. No. You run into Woody Land. Yep. But I'll tell you this much. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> but I'll tell you this no. much. I think that Toy Story Land is much more established than Pandora. The whole Avatar section they have. It was one movie it's to four. one movie. One more movie to four. It's one movie. One movie is and a the last whole one, section of their park. And the last one's arguably, arguably the best. Oh, where, yeah. Where they're sitting there on the edge of the incinerator and they all join hands. And everyone thinks they're going to die. And they think they're going to roll right into the furnace. Oh, that's pretty freaking cool. That was honestly a pretty amazing movie. But that movie was great. Just watching how they're making it come to life through the park and just the footage they do, Disney is the best at that. They're the everyone. best at a lot. They have they have a really really good advertising team. They they when they set out to promote something, I don't think anybody does it better. I mean, they pick the right date, they pick everything. In this future, when uh, one corporation will ultimately take over all civilization, I hope it's Disney. Well, I, you, I hope they end up on top. You it's heard a, what happened, right? They bid fifty-two billion for the Fox universe. Yeah, it countered by Comcast for sixty-two, and Disney told them to go fuck themselves with seventy-one. And then guess what? Fox said, "I'll take your money. Thank you very much." Yeah, because Disney's the big swinging dick. And then plus, you have to factor in that you know it's neck and neck right now between Disney, Amazon, and Google. For who's going to run the world? Well, yeah. Apple I mean, Apple, and uh, Facebook are somewhat in there, but if we're really going to point out who's going to... Well, Facebook scares me because they keep coming up with shit like oh, they gave out oh, all of our personal information. Did you now, see? Yeah, now they turned he around. Just, Zuck, to get off of Toy Story Land, yeah, no Zuck. Shit. What a piece Fu- of shit. What, what a fucking sh- piece He's of gonna shit. He's going to be listening to our conversations on our phones. Hey, dude, you, you can listen to this, Mark. Fuck you, dude. Mark Zuckerberg is now applying for a patent to for a software that would turn, turn the on. microphone on your phone on. On. Unknowingly. So you could be sitting in your car. It's an it, auto on for yeah. your microphone. Unbelievable. That's fucking bullshit. I mean, why do you, why do you need a patent for something and like that? You want to know why? If you're not trying to fuck somebody, then there's no other and reason And here's to the thing it. about tech. You have the software before you get the patent. Exactly. So they've been listening to conversations all along. That's what people don't realize. The story breaks, and your sister actually broke it for And us. this isn't tinfoil hat shit. No, this Joe is Rogan, fucking real. Joe Rogan actually had a tech uh, guy on, and they talked about this. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah. your sister, was. she sent me a message about it last night, and I thought it was unbelievable. No, and Joe, you're right. They've Joe, had this for five years. Joe Rogan talked about this months ago. He said had that they time. have these auto-on softwares that they're listening to your conversations Absolutely. if you have it enabled. Yeah. 
And what it'll actually do is it'll present you marketing based on conversations you've had. And the shit happens all the time. And I actually experienced this with my friends. We were actually having a conversation about fucking Doritos. And one commercial? About, yeah, talking about which flavors I like. And then I opened up my Facebook, giant ad for Doritos. I was like, what the fuck? Yep, there you go. And you know what? Uh, I really didn't reactivate I don't Alexa. know why I was opening up my Facebook, by the way. It's probably like another great aunt messaging me. I'm like, oh, <sighs> fuck off. Wow. Only old people use Facebook, Facebook? That's a good thing that I want to get a channel there. Thank you. It's ancient. I mean, Facebook videos, but dope. Yeah, but then then if you're saying that, then you know what's the, the up and coming thing? What? Seriously. Instagram TV. Oh, yeah. You heard of – yeah, Instagram TV yeah. is coming out. It's coming out an hour at a time. Uh, the app's coming out. You can broadcast from your phone. They, they, advertise, they advertised and had a whole whole video put out on what they're going to be able to do just from your freaking phone. You're going to be doing a one-hour podcast, one-hour sessions, one-hour interviews, one-hour everything, which is incredible. That's I, really dope. We got to get in on the ground of that when it we starts. Are. I think it's already kind of started. Yeah, right? no, it's Cameron's our Ling Ling, so. Yeah, I'm the Ling Ling. I'm the tech guy, dude. <laughs> he's I'm the tech to guy. get on it. So we got to get that going. But Mark Zuckerberg, I think he's one of the most toxic personalities in tech right now, especially when you can tell that he clearly, <laughs> he clearly wants to run for president. Well, you know what pissed me off? I felt bad for him when I saw Social Network. You feel bad for him. You I know what I mean? I never felt bad for him because I was like, oh, he has $18 billion. Uh, he, Suck my dick. Well, the, the, who is the actor? Because right? he lost all his friends. Sierra, was the other guy who actually. Jesse Eisenberg. I, he's such a good actor. He made you feel bad for him. Because again. he lost all his friends. On yeah, his and he's path. sitting there I, you know, poking the girl on the thing over and over again, trying to get her to give a message to him. And you, you do. In that little scene, it makes you forget that he's got $18 billion. And you really do feel bad for him. But then you hear about the analytics where he basically sold everybody's information for fucking money. And then he turns around and he's been listening to our phone conversations for God knows how fucking long. And now shadow banning is the thing that's happening. Have you ever heard of shadow shadow banning? Oh, is that where they – This is pretty cool. Go ahead and say I know what it is. Your Twitter, Facebook, YouTube – all of these companies now can do what's called a shadow ban where they don't have to outright ban your channel. Yep. What they do is they put you – your followers want to see your content. You put further down on search listings. Yep. So even if the people who wanted to listen to you want to – It's hard to find you. It's harder to find yeah. you. I, I, you know, I didn't know what you were talking and about. And YouTube channels have actually shown like, oh, yeah, I was clearly shadow banned. And then they'll show their analytics where they're averaging this many views yeah, and then 10, the next month it will plummet like 200 percent. Yep, down to 1,000 views. And all their subs are tweeting at them like when's the next video, when's the next video and it's not coming out. Uh, what's his name? Um uh, Michael Rappaport went through that when he was making comments. He didn't get – He said some dark shit to yeah, those dudes he, at Barstool. He got right out suspended for a week. Good. And they put him in Twitter jail. I, he, he was such an uh, – He said – he said. All right. I'm going to say it, but he said it. Please. He said he was out uh, – that his – Don't um, make it too bad. His coworker at Barstool Sports was out um, cheating on his wife while her – Lady parts were still getting stitched up from giving birth to their child. He said that about somebody? He said that on Twitter. Was it true? On Regardless, it's still a horrible thing to say. Yeah, that's really bad. I mean, if you know your coworkers cheating, I wouldn't out them over Twitter. That's fucking... I don't, it's none of my business. They were beefing on Twitter and that, uh, that tweet... Amazon? I Not Amazon. They, Dave Michael Portnoy... Actually, the owner of Barstool was like, guys, just stop this. We'll talk about it at the office. And Rappaport and him kept going back and forth. And then Rappaport said that shit. And Portnoy was like, you're gone. Wow. Squashed his show. Fucking out of there. I was wondering why I haven't heard Rappaport anything. Rappaport report, show. dude. He's gone now. Yeah, I haven't heard anything. I loved his sports talk. But I was like, he, he was always a volatile personality. Yeah, but I kind of, I didn't, I wanted to see what he was going to say next. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, true. that was the big thing with him. That's why he I like so off the hook sometimes. That's why I like when, when he got on Iran. That's why I liked when he would go on the fighter and the kid. Yeah, because they would fucking fight. Yeah, he would go off on him. Who's your favorite guest? Who's your best guest? Say it, say it. Well, now it's Theo Vaughn, the Rat King. Yeah, that is sure. He has the belt, but uh, you know, maybe talking about this will get shadow banned. Think about oh, that. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> so all of our this viewers, all of our many, many subscribers, Mark is going to give won't us be able the, to find us. Mark is going to give us the Zuck. You got to be kidding me. And he's worried about two guys. You can tell. You can tell hands. he's priming for a presidential. Run, you right? think so? Okay, he did this huge publicity. Who's going to vote for him? He did this huge publicity stunt. Actually, does what? anybody have to vote for him? Wait, yeah, you know, I was going to say he's. If it's all electric, dude. Anyway, but anyway, he um he did this publicity stunt a couple years ago where he killed every animal that he ate. To understand where his meat came from. So he slaughtered it himself. Like they would bring in the cow and he had like a fucking axe or whatever. B- yeah, but you're a billionaire. And he was like really? he was like, I did it to learn about the visceral connections to the meat we have and I'm like, oh, shit. And I'm like, you can afford to have the animal flown in and brought to your fucking casa. I, you know what? I, you know, and I, then that made me respect him less. And by then doing this it. was when I this was my food. This is before all of his scandals. If it broke. ain't talking to me, it's edible. After yikes. Yikes! Yikes! Wait, am I wrong? Anyway, am I wrong? Pigs are more intelligent than dogs. Wait anyway. a minute! Did you have a conversation with? I had the pig? bacon this morning. Did you have a conversation <laughs> with? Then it's edible. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay, I mean, I'm a meat eater. Fuck it. If it's if it's not talking, bitch, I can serve Jesus you up. Jesus Christ! God help you around mutes. <laughs> no, <laughs> genetically you can't talk. Okay, okay come on, checking. man. But um. I just don't think that he, he's now he's super toxic because all these scandals broke now. But before His that, stock, he lost four billion dollars. It was an article in like the Washington Pumping. Post or or something like that. I don't want to slander the Washington Post, but yeah. where he was like, and a, and a, where he was like, I wouldn't be opposed to running for president. This is when his stock was high though, post Social Network. Yeah, where everyone was feeling the zuck. No, not feeling it, man. I, I, and then when you say something like that, I'm really not feeling it. I had to bring it in so I could kill it so I, I could see what it goes And he's through. taking out a patent for the fucking phone thing. You know how I am about that. Already, Fight like, the fucking man. It's Black Mirror and I've just realized that like our phones sure. are going to like – there is no – we are – we're sacrificing security for privacy. Absolutely. And, and you know how I felt about going out there but with every podcast, we open up more and more of ourselves and I sit up more and more time on social media trying to grow a channel that people will come and see and you're right. You put yourself out there and, and but here's the you thing. enable people to I already get think everyone's going to be out already. Like that's that's what I'm saying. Like privacy is going to be a thing of the past as technology moves forward and forward and forward. Yeah. But the, the other side of that is there's it's always going to be a like company the, promoting something to give you more privacy. Really? Yeah. How do you unplug from your phone? How do you unplug? Yeah. You don't. Because for me, it's like, dude, I told you that one morning I woke up, couldn't find my phone for 30 minutes, had a full-on panic attack. I was like, where the fuck is my phone? And and you were calling it using my phone, and it was dead, so you still couldn't find it. Yeah. I've panicked. It's like an appendage. I've turned around and gone back to the house for my phone if I forgot (laughs) it. No, seriously. I mean, I... Everybody's like that now. You just so don't know. That's what I'm phone. saying. Security. I mean, your your well, they're your invading will be a little more. And and they're recording your conversations on, I mean, on a global level. And we have Alexas and Google Homes now. Well, I, I you noticed I didn't reset them back up. Yeah. Because I got fucking paranoid because Alexa would actually just come on. We were talking about something and oh, would you? Uh, we'd mention Pepsi. Pepsi for your life. And we'd all like we, it was 
like a Twilight Zone uh, episode because we'd all stop and turn toward turn Alexa. Turn to, yeah. Like, like, wait, you've been listening this whole time? The whole fucking time. And it freaked me the fuck out. And then we had the last power outage. And I didn't reset it after that. That's why. I and Google, I unplugged it's over there on the fucking shelf. I still haven't set my Google Home up. That's why I think when um, we do have helper robots, they won't be human uh, humanoid. They won't look human. Because I think it'll scare a lot of people. Yeah. If you're saying you're home alone and you're watching a scary movie and Wadsworth is over in the corner there and you say something and he comes alive and he's like, what do you need? Yeah, it'll freak you out. That's fucking but weird. I just want a mechanical arm that's going to grab yeah, shit for yeah, me. Yeah, but what they're going to do is they're for our generation, they'll look like robots. And then they'll change them a little bit. And the kids growing up won't know any difference because he'll always be there. Or that's what I've noticed. Always be there. As they, they totally gonna, a, they're totally going to. They're totally going to. They're totally going to look humanoid. I just realized that because I'm probably the last generation that's going to be like, oh, that's that's unsettling. Oh yeah, you are because in my generation, I'd rather have something that looks a, remotely human. Maybe not, not like not super like no, realistic, like freaky. Because if you've all, seen, definitely with all the holes closed. Why? <laughs> Why are all these Japanese guys perfecting humanoid robots? Have you seen it's this guy? Bizarre. This guy in Japan made um, this mechanical robot face that matches your expressions perfectly. Oh yeah, it I looks like an yeah. actual so when, woman's yeah. face, yeah. and she'll like she'll make like crying faces, and yeah. her face will crinkle, and I'm like. It's a fucking no woman. kidding. You walk get, you I walk get, in a room. You got to get consent before you approach her. Seriously, I get like ex machina vibes. I'm oh, like, yeah. what Great the movie. fuck? Great movie, freaky movie. I'm t- and it's gonna go that way eventually. Uh, like especially I said, when you we you we had a segment on the show where we talk about Boston Dynamics. Yeah, all the time. that that company freaks me out. But I've always said this: remember, anything they put out on the web, they have a they have like five generations ahead of that already in some freaking closet someplace or some lab. And then not even talking about that. Doing. That those are private companies. We're not even talking about military R and D. Forget about it because they military R and D is at least a decade ahead. They said. Yeah, but you know what's scary about military R and D for the United States? Well, no, it's not as scary. They still have to get proprietary rights to take some of the tech. China will blow your fucking mind because they actually just uh, commercial government actually actually commercialized. Uh, Private industry and government have merged. Yeah, so there say, are there is no IP. There so, is no patents. No, because if you come up with a great idea for your company and you're selling and making lots of money, the government just assumes it. It is good for the government, yes. comrade. Yes, communism and, and, is and, good. Well, Russia is actually starting to do that more too. It's a good point, but China's done that all along. Yeah. There's no separation from that, which is scary. So think about all the technology they're going through, and they're taking it to the least, next level. At least the U.S. government is a little cloak and dagger about it. They have all the shit, though. Yeah, but you know what's and scary? They work with and they work with private corporations. Yeah, but you're not, you don't get me. Here's the scary part: some guy comes up with something here and he wants to test it. Government goes, "Wait a minute, we can't do that kind of testing. That's very dangerous and scary." China. Oh, great idea! Bring it in. You want to test it on who? Absolutely. There's no, there's no barrier. There's no stop. There's well, no. Because there's no like secure uh, social security infrastructure. No, there, there's they none. talked about there's that. There's no um, way to stop them. They talked about where their manufacturing is so much better than ours because they don't have unions. And if no, they'll crush you. And if Greg falls in the smelter, they clear out their locker and Greg too takes his place. Yeah. Whereas 
in our world, right? Greg would get like he would get a life lawsuit. insurance. Yeah. His his family would sure. be rewarded as long as it wasn't covered up quick enough. Yeah, absolutely. Something from the factory. Then they'd have to go through a vetting process of hiring you can't another do that in Greg. China. It, they go as far to if if a businessman, a billionaire, was to give the company a hard time, the government, they would just assume his company and take his money. I I don't know if China's that bad. They've tried to make some free market moves recently. Are you? That sounds like some me? Russia stuff. Putin has literally zeroed out accounts of absolutely. billionaires. Absolutely, he they're doing it too. They talked about that where um, – who was that? It was literally a political opponent of his just went fucking MIA. Oh, yeah. Like two years ago, they were like, oh, yeah, his bank accounts were zeroed out. He was found in prison. Oh, now he's dead. Oh. Now he's dead. What about the guy who was, in, who was in the bank waiting online to get money or do some banking and somebody came in to rob it? They didn't take any money, but guess what? They killed him. Ever since I saw Kim Jong-un's stepbrother get fucking nerve-gassed oh, in the yeah. face – I'm they like, dude, if they wanted to take me out, it'd be so quick. I'd literally be at, like, the, the food store or whatever. I'd be, like, at Publix or something, and I would just get fucking – I'd be like, I what? That's crazy. I'd, I'd turn – I'd be, like, taking something from the shelf. I'd turn and be like, what? Oh, just, oh. Yeah, but we also talked about the time where the uh, Russia has actually taken people and thrown them out of the country, but they continue to talk and get in the press. So they've actually sent assassins out of them. That's the time a guy sprayed the doorknob on the guy who was publicly speaking out against Putin. They they had KGB spray the door doorknob with nerve agent. Not only poisoned him, his kid. And that's why I think that in um, a foreign country. That's why I think it's so crazy that U.S. like tinfoil hat guys and conspiracy guys will think that we do that shit. You really think that if America did that shit, we wouldn't know? We know uh, yeah, if it I, happens in Russia. We know if it happens in China. And yeah, but you're knowing one out of ten. I don't think the the U.S. does that. I think the U.S. You is are way more so naive. Maybe one every ten years. Like um, uh, historians Come have talked on. about this too. Come on, I really don't think it occurs. You're talking to about you people who are well known. If it happens to Joe Blow in Nebraska oh my on God. Smith Street, they're never going to make the press. You big fan of Alex Jones? No, I don't even know who he is, but I don't really care. But my whole point is, you, you don't be naive. They're recording conversations. I don't think constantly. it's naivete to say that America it's way more liberal. You can you can talk shit about the government. Wait a minute, all I'm day long. Not saying that it's not the best country in the earth. I'm not saying that I wasn't we have question. more freedom. I wasn't challenging. I'm just you putting on that. it out there. But if you guys don't like, you can comment below. But anyway, I'm not saying all that. All I'm saying is, don't be naive. Just don't. You know, shit goes on here too. I don't think nearly as bad or Not nearly, nearly as, as bad. frequent. Not nearly we've as seen, frequent. We've seen people who have actually – But it still happens. Do you see how we treat leakers? Like Chelsea Manning. She got pardoned. Oh, whistleblowers. Um, yeah, whistleblowers. Yeah. Whistleblowers, there's no repercussions. The only whistleblower that, that we forced well, out of the country was these Snowden. Are, these are the whistleblowers that we are known and, about. And the only reason we went after Snowden was because he released the name of like different operations and yeah, agents. De- Departments of Justice, yeah. uh, DOJ stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. But he got people killed. Well, you know what he also did? He also put yeah. – he, he made us all kind of wake up and be like, wait a second. Sure. They're recording your conversations. They're, they're looking doing through emails. Illegal. Yeah. They're, There's they're no cracking permit. your accounts. There's no permit to look through your emails. They just you know, check they built that – what did they build that whole computer system uh, – the whole uh, company? Those zigabit bases. Bases out in the Midwest. Where those were just memory Yeah, banks. and they're just screening every call and recording everything, looking for keywords, people, screening your emails. People like to think that it's like, oh, they would never do that because they need like thousands of people behind like phone boards and listening to com- – and I'm like, no, it's an algorithm. Well, here's It's an algorithm. But didn't we just say – It flags words. Didn't we just say whatever they're saying is about to – 
break. We're going to break this new technology. They've already had it and it's been working. What have they been talking about? Let's send the press right now that everybody's talking about. It's going to happen. We're breaking. We're very close. What are they talking about? What? AI. Oh, AI. Yeah. Um, there was this guy. They already um, have it. I think it was this Swedish, this Swedish um, professor. He wrote a book called Life. Is it Life 2.0 or Life 3.0? Could you look that up? Just like Life 2.0, Life 3.0 book. And apparently that's like the book on AI. If you want to know like the potential it has for like takeovers, the dangers of AI, it he doesn't really believe that it could do a full on takeover because it at the end of the day it is an algorithm and it can be shut down, it can be processed out. It's two point uh, life support two point by AI. What? Yeah. It's life life two point oh. Life two point oh? Yeah. So definitely check out that book. I know a lot of people who have read it, they've told Oh no, me. I apologize. Wrong again. No, it is life three point oh. Uh being human in the age of artificial intelligence. That's, okay, so check out life three point oh. I think it, it it looked super interesting and this is why even more so Robert Downey Jr.'s new show that we talked about on last podcast looks even more exciting with especially what's going on now. I mean that Zuck story like just broke. Yeah. That they're looking for that patent now. Max Tig Tigmark, uh, an MIT professor who helped mainstream the research and how to keep AI beneficial and bring it into the next century. He has a group of grad students working with him on AIs. That's, that's and they're doing not for profit work on AIs. It's not like a corporation that's seeking yeah, because you YouTube, the site we all know and love where our podcast gets uploaded, yes. is algorithm based. Algorithm based. So it's, it's a watch time algorithm. Sure it's nothing. So is Netflix. It's the reason we can't some days I hate it. I like to make up a profile and put it in so I can actually see something different for a change. We were t- we can talk about that because I didn't know this. We we all ha- we work on the same Netflix, right? Yep. And I was looking – I was under your profile yeah. and I was looking at comedy specials and I'm like, wait, these all have different covers yes. than it's, I have. It's like having a different movie poster for me as opposed to you and I went as over, opposed to your little brother who's 12. And I went over to mine and I was like, wait a second. They're, they're the same colors over and over again for me right. and they're different colors for you. Yes. And there's different stuff on mine. Like I noticed for Chef's Table, the knife and the cutting board was for you. Yeah. But the plate of food was for me, and I'm like, wait a second. Well, and then, I'm 52. They don't want to give you a millennial knife and a <laughs> a knife and a cutting board. Sign of maturity. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I was just like, That's holy shit. Yeah. And then Bill Burr, who's like, really, he, he loves this conspiracy stuff, yeah. talking about how we're going to get taken over. And it's, but it's hard to argue against. He said that he visited the Netflix HQ because yes. he has his show on there. Yes, he does. F is for family. Family, great show. And he said it was so intricate the amount of data they can collect just from what you watch. Yep. And just knowing what you like and how long they can tell when you turned off something and maybe why you turned it off. Yeah. Because of something that was said. Oh, we were just listening to that comedy show. And they'll they'll flag it and they'll be like, all right, so he doesn't like like this. We need to show him more things that agree with his point of view. And, the, and he said, you know, it's funny specific. because a few of the comedians I've recently tried and turned off like in mid sentence because I didn't like what they said. They're no longer being profiled. They are no longer circling through my recently watched. No or you're long- per- like featured. Or my featured. And that's exactly true. And I, I just was looking in a featured and um, Tom Segura, I'm a huge fan of, and Bill Burr. And you just literally look at my featured and it's all their specials immediately yeah, laid yeah. out. No, that's that's true. And that's I'm like, true. holy shit, Netflix. It's amazing. But guess what? You saw when I – I'm a fucking – I guess I'm a little kid because I walked in and I was playing what was featured for me, yeah. which was a Bill Burr special. So they work <laughs> – the algorithm works. It does. I mean it's exactly what they want to show at all times. Did you see that new comedy special that was released? 
Which one? What's his name? No, it was um, it was a Australian kind of like uh, androgynous type. No. She she um she talks about how self deprecating humor is humiliation. It's not. I did funny. see that. It's, and, and she was taking on the modern to toxic culture. It. Yeah. And she said, "I'm done with comedy because yep. comedy is malicious." And yeah. then she basically had a stand up special attacking comedy and attacking self deprecating humor. And I'm like, "Really? Is this the worst thing to happen to comedy ever?" And how else am I gonna cry? How else am I gonna cover up my my crying on the inside if not making a self deprecating joke about it? And Patton Oswalt just had a tweet where he was like, "It's comedians can no longer stand by and just try to be funny and do their thing. They need to be a voice of reason." And I'm like, "Aren't you comedians? No, shouldn't it be funny? If it's not funny, I don't want to hear it. If it's not, if it's not funny, it's not edgy. If it's not a little if it's inappropriate, not funny, put it on a podcast. Yeah, because then make it a qu- wow. interesting conversation. No, no, we're funny, damn it. No, wait, you're not letting me finish because then it could be an interesting conversation. Yes, but if you're doing bits, I want to hear funny stuff. Oh, uh, we were just watching really somebody. I don't want to say who it was, but don't ever tell me what I can and can't say. Why would comedians? Why would comedians have to be the voice of reason? I always thought that was crazy. They're the person who's supposed to push the boundaries yeah. and say the outlandish stuff. And don't don't tell me that I should be held accountable for what I say. There's you know there's no such thing as free speech. There's accountability for speech. And I I really like that I've wow. seen I've seen recently. Which is a lot of uh, awesome. What a shit show. There are a lot of awesome comedians out there who are still trying to push the boundaries, though. Yeah. Whitney Cummings, Chris D'Elia, Joe Rogan, Brendan Schaub. Like. And the scary part is I didn't like some of those guys, but I start to come around them because I watch them when you watch them. Yeah, I really think that especially like one of the people that I've found is best at not getting into anything controversial and just making you laugh a ton yeah. is Chris D'Elia. I'm still not a fan, but I'll probably have to watch more. Maybe he's not your my cup of tea. I get not it. Cup of tea. That's completely fine. No, no, I. But I've, and comedy I've is found purely more more, subjective. Like watching his specials and Bill Burr and Thompson Gross. I like it's all, it's all. It's unifyingly funny, which I yes. like. And isn't comedy supposed to be an escape? Yeah, where we can all be like, "Oh shit, that uh, I, is." Funny. I don't need a fucking message. I don't need an. SJ and that's why message. the best comedians, S- SWJ, the best comedians can make the widest range of people laugh. And they should. When be we able went to. to that bullshit birth show, every color every under the sun, everybody was laughing. Every color under the sun, every age. They didn't give a shit because you and know what? And he was saying outlandish stuff. I he love attacked it. the fucking world, and I love it. And he was calling them out. And if you said something, God help you, he came after you. I yeah. loved it. And I think we need more of that. And sure. just seeing – just watching this chick special. I watched it all yesterday. Did you really? And I was just like – See, I'm guilty of, all right, I don't like it anymore. Click. Well, you got to – in my, in my I experience – I know. You say this. Go ahead. I always try to this – is, this is why I majored in the paper degree of philosophy. Oh, wow. hope my advisor doesn't hear that. <laughs> but it's all good. The paper degree? It's a paper. Well, come on. Like let's, let's – fo- like are you going to major in a hard science or – uh, a social science. They like to soft. Call them, they call them social science. Soft or hard? People are always picking hard. Um, yeah. So I, I majored in philosophy because I want to get different perspectives, right? And then you see this chick, and I'm like, all right, I don't agree with her at all, but at least I'll understand her perspective. And I think that's super valuable. Well, I, you know what? I used to try and listen to things all the way through, but I find myself as Dismissive. I get older, I very click it right away. Because they That's always dangerous though. It is because what if she makes a good point? And at some points I was I like, know. okay, I could You're see, right. I could see self uh, deprecating humor, right? Not self deprecating. Self deprecating is always funny because I do. I think so. But deprecating humor, if it's not funny and it's just malicious, then I'm like, okay, let's obviously like you know sometimes, yeah. 
Well, no, because they offer up to be roasted. I think people who are, are don't, they're not good. Right, can I ask you a question? What? You're standing around with a bunch of your friends. You guys don't break balls? Oh, we roast each other there you go. endlessly. Did you guys volunteer it up or no, you but just I'm start saying, in? I'm saying like uh, cyberbullying. Like this person's that's like. That's something different. That's what I'm saying. Deprecating yeah. humor that's not funny. It's not. If it's funny and yeah. someone is not willing to be made fun of, that's still hilarious. As long as the People joke's are, funny. Are, it, well, that's just different. You know, cyberbullying is just different from when I was a kid. There was no such thing. They just bullied you to your face. And now they bully you anonymously. And we, we talked about how – Which um, is terrible. I, I was talking to my friends about this because for the longest time I didn't think cyberbullying was legit. I was like, that's oh, fucking – Oh, definitely. I was like, turn off the computer screen, you fucking bitch. Like, Because you know me, I have super – No, tu- you just don't have an option. I have super much. tough skin, so I, like, I don't realize how other people get affected by stuff. And then I was reading these stories and I'm like, wait a second. With how much we live in the online sphere yeah, now, I mean, if it literally can feel like you're being killed in real life. Like, sure. Because you're having this appendage of you cut off. You're – you're cut off from the internet. Because we just talked about how much everybody lives through their phones. And every time so you access the internet, it's people from your school tweeting about how annoying you are, yeah. tweeting out pictures of you and calling, sure. talking or, shit. Or photoshopping something on you or on your head or anything just to make you look like shit. And then I realized, like, wow, I think that actually could profoundly affect people. It might not affect you the first day, hey. but when it goes into day 42. <sighs> Maybe I'm a different animal. I, I think that would be funny. If, like, honestly, if people tweeted me images that are fucking really mean of me i'd laugh i'd send it back i'd be like that's i'd probably retweet it i i don't know man because i'll tell you what it got old with me i mean i got brutalized okay i wasn't the slim man that i am now <laughs> but when i was a kid i got brutalized i mean for a <laughs> fucking long time and it made you it makes you it makes you a little a little you know surly if you're not called salty. if you're not called a couple of names and you're a kid you ain't shit I would agree with that. You had to piss somebody off. You gotta get you gotta get bullied a little bit, and I think that if you get bullied a little bit when you're a kid, you have like ironclad. Like honestly, dude, we uh, were. I don't know about that all the time. Back, but I um, do. You have to be tough. Me and it Mace, does teach you some part of it. Will teach you to be tough, but I don't agree with all of it. I'm telling you right now, we would. Um, me and Mason used to stream a little bit on Twitch. And people would join in and be like, what the fuck are you – like the people would, like say like yeah. crazy shit. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, that's so funny. It's just – it's just – if you get offended – I think some of the stuff that you get offended, I'm like, you're just hypersensitive. Yeah. To a certain extent. I don't know. I just think they go – people go out of their way to, to take shots. Yeah. And I'm OK with that. Put it this way. If you put yourself out there, you're open. Yeah. They're going to take a shot. That's just so I don't is. understand why this Australian pansexual was getting so riled up. You're right back on that again. I was wondering why she's getting so raw. I was literally watching it and I'm like, I get it, right? People are making fun of your appearance. You don't like that. But I'm like... But you're standing up trying to be a comedian. That's what I'm saying. What about that fat guy who used to take his shirt off? He'd walk up on stage. I can't remember. Burke Kreischer. Takes his shirt off. and dude, He's not that fat. All right. He's he would 240, his gut out on purpose and play with his belly button and then started making jokes. And police, I'm sorry. If you're so comfortable, it there's see him starting it's to disarmingly smile. Charming. It is it is because he is so comfortable with that initial and it's shock if you've never seen him before. Just going, dude, people only do that like occasionally at the pool with their peach. But he's like up on stage. Doesn't that give a fuck. Doesn't give anything. Throws his shirt off and I'm like most people who do that, they look like your brother. They have a, like an A-pack. But you know? he wears it. This Burt Kreischer wears his beer gut as like armor. He does. And it's like, and you can't oh touch him. Oh, my God. Dude. You just think to yourself, dude. And it makes you fu- think things are edgy already and you're already 
put off, not put off in a bad way, but you're you're off kilter a little bit to to believe he's funny. And you're a stand-up comedian. It's in the job description it that is. you stand up in it front is. of a crowd no. of people. Yep. And guess what? The crowd of people can turn on you sometimes. Even the best of the best get crowds who turn on them. All the time. That's and, the reason you better be prepared. And she was just like, I can't take this toxic culture. I'm like, what? You picked the wrong profession. Yeah, you Maybe you should have been in fun sales. I was going to say, wait a second. Fun I mean, sales. May, she would do great as a social media strategist for one of these new uh, hyper-progressive firms. <sighs> you know? But that I being said, that. you know, it is Pride Month, so go I'm team. okay with that. Go, go, go. Do go what you ever want to do. Did you see they, they did the massive Pride Parade in New York? Yeah. That's always They fun. tweeted about it all Fucking weekend. Fucking cock floats. <laughs> Not only that, I mean, they had a lot of athletes came out over this time. A lot of I people. actually like that. You want to know why? Because Pride Parade. You should be able to live your freaking life. I think gay people are people who took a brunt of a... Uh, Oppression for a little bit there, and abuse. A long time, and abuse since the eighties, and no one gave a shit or more. Uh, literally until recently, when they got married, when they were able to get married, you to know? get married. Hey, everybody should be able to be married and pay taxes. I don't give a shit. Like you learn about like um, Stonewall and stuff like that, and I think it's really important what they're doing for them now. Sure, good, good for them. Good on you. Good on you. Good on you. Okay. <laughs> So on a lighter note. Lighter note. Lighter so, note. Apologies to that Australian woman. My bad. Yeah, you're just throwing rocks at her, man. She's already in that glass house. Dude, I'm saying I'm fucking. <sighs> She's not happy about it already. But you saw the thing with Jared Leto. Yeah, let's talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Jared, Jared Leto just signed a contract with Sony. Yes. They He, he is going to be, uh, am I saying right, with Morbius? Morbius, yes. Morbius. He's going to be the uh, the human vampire uh it's a it's a doctor who has a rare disease he's called the living vampire the living vampire thank you uh and he has a rare disease and gets and infects himself and becomes living vampire while he's trying to cure his own disease and he's in uh he's basically a spider-man villain so what i think they're trying to do we were just talking about this before the show they're starting to start their own spider verse yeah because i think they're getting ready to live in post infinity war era yeah, where everybody wants their own unique universe, and, and we, with need, their we need characters. We need new characters now because clearly we know that some of them are going to die. Yeah, clearly. Like, well, the cool thing about the Spider Verse is, like we saw, we were talking. They had Vulture mm-hmm. in Homecoming, and then Venom's getting his own Scorpion. Movie. Scorpion came out, and Venom's going to have his own whole Mysterio movie. Mysterio slated <clears throat> for Homecoming too. Jake Joan Hall. What is it called? Far from Home. Far from Home. And it's going to have him in it. So you, you're already talking. That's three villains. And now they announced Jared Leto is going to be the living vampire Morbius. That's three movies, four four Spider-Man movies with a whole bunch of villains and alternate characters. And I think people have been waiting for this because a lot of people don't realize Spider-Man's like pr- pretty much the main character in Marvel, the most recognizable character. One of them, yeah. No, I think the most because people forget Cap was not a huge character. No, he wasn't a huge character. Prior just to his to movies. Of, uh, you know who else is very Iron popular? Iron Man was relatively small too Hulk, before Hulk his was, movies. Hulk was a very big character. Hulk was very big. Okay. I'm just, I would say Hulk Hulk rivals Spider-Man. Yes. But those two are the face of Marvel pretty much. Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think off the top Name of another character that was uh, Fantastic Four was successful. really mainstream for a long time. Fantastic Four was. But until those movies, until came those along. movies came along, and <laughs> nobody wants to talk about them anymore. But I would totally agree with that. Uh, I would say Spider Man. 
Yeah, probably the most popular and the most uh, recognizable out of the Marvel Universe, including the Hulk, simply because of what he looks like. And, and then when Stanley created that character, though, the reason why everyone loved it was because it wasn't an alien from no. a different world who had powers. It wasn't a rich billionaire who no. was sitting up in his mansion creating suits. It was a guy who was struggling to get to class. And then he had to go and he had to deal with his girlfriend. Oh, but his aunt wanted him home by eight. But he was a regular kid too. He's a high school thing. kid. And that's what everybody loves, including myself, because half of the Spider-Man comics were hilarious because he was dealing with girl trouble half the time. Half the time. Where he's like, fuck. I got to do my homework and I got to get home for curfew. I got to sneak out. But then Doc Ock comes and I'm, I stand her up at the date and yep. now I have to fucking apologize for that. Well, the other part of it too is everybody was reading comics but are kids. Yeah. So what do you see? It's the first time in a long time you see a kid in a comic book trying to be a superhero. Yeah. So, I mean, at least that's when I was introduced to him as a child. That and the Spider-Man cartoons that were always And on. two of what I think are the cooler Spider-Man villains that have not been touched at all, Mysterio and Morbius. Morbius. Fant- and everybody loves vampires. Let's face it. Yeah. And then, and now that we've moved past the '90s phase of erotic yes. vampires, no, this we're is, all wearing leather chaps and fucking this licking is not everything. That. This is not that. Morbius is a, he's an evil character, and, and they're trying. A rumor is they're going to try and make him an antihero, and I hope they don't. Or even Venom is an antihero. Oh, hero. Suck my and I really hope they don't do that either because these guys are just ultimately evil characters in the comic book. Eddie Brock turns Spider-Verse. good after 240 issues. Yeah, that's so. My thing is, why make him good in the first movie? No. And the thi- I hope they do it like Deadpool, where it's, Deadpool's not a good guy. He's just a bad guy who defeats worse guys. Yes. yes. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, he, uh, even the X-Men say it. Like, he's not a good guy. No. And what he does is he does things. If they happen to turn out good for people around him, great. If not, fuck him. He's and his motivations change like the wind. He's like, exactly. right, let's do this. It's all about me. What did he do at the end of Deadpool 2? Spoiler. What did he do? Oh, he took the time device. Took the time device and fucking turned back the clock. Turned that clock on, on everything for him. He didn't yeah. give a shit about letting the guy go home and reset his dial for his wife and his daughter. You know, screw that guy. He took it. And he, I'm, screw cable. I'm, I'm going to worry about me. I'm going to get my girl back, and that's what he did. And now they're already playing Deadpool three because it was just Deadpool two is such a seven hundred million dollars. They just put out last night the two most <laughs> successful movies in <sighs> the Marvel universe are what Infinity War and Black Panther. Black Panther? Black Panther was number two. Infinity Wars. Uh, Wakanda forever. Forever. $700 million. <laughs> number three all time. I don't know who number two was, um, but I do know that uh, Infinity Wars was number one with $2 billion. Holy shit. And then. I just really hope they don't push the anti hero thing too much with. If they try to make Morbius an anti hero, I think they should do a tragic villain like Kurt Connors. Kirk Connors does not want to turn into the Lizard Man. He was trying to regrow his arm. Yes. That's what made him a tragic character. That's a perfect character to kill off. Yeah. And then you focus on um, Morbius. I think they're going to try to do the same thing where he's struggling to try to cure himself, right? Yeah. Because he infects himself. And that's the tragic story. It's kind of like. But all these characters are interwoven with Peter Parker. Yeah. They all are. And I would love to see them interact. But then I saw. We've talked about this. It's troubling seeing the Venom trailer. And you're like, wait, this just looks like a superhero movie. He's not doing anything yes. evil. Well, it should be evil. He's not doing anything evil. Wait, and if he's not he's killing taking people down a, in the first 15 minutes of the movie, he's it's taking really down not a corrupt CEO. It. Yeah, but there are no CEOs. And friend. when I saw that he's, they have a rival reporter at the paper. They haven't released the rating yet. I also think that's troubling. A Venom movie should be rated R. Or should be. He eats people. I, I remember one of my favorite scenes from a comic is where he literally is like fucking half a guy mm-hmm. sticking out of his mouth and he's eating him. Well, that goes to the whole problem of what are they really making here? 
You know what I mean? Do you want a $700 million movie that everybody's going to go see or do you want a $200 million movie? If it's going to be The Incredibles and I love The Incredibles, then just do an animated feature. Don't yeah. waste my time. If it's going to be Tom Hardy taking down a bad guy, it's like that's all cool. I'm down for that. But let's fucking I'm, go. I, I'm not. I, I want a horror And movie. let's just pray to God that Jerry Leto's fucking Morbius is better than his Joker. Well, no. Ha, ha. <sighs> no, I think it's going to be good because you know what? Uh, I believe the guy the, he has he handpicked the director from Life. Remember the movie? Oh, with on the spaceship. Ryan Reynolds, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, where they basically a remake of The Blob. Yeah. Okay. That's and, pretty much. What and it is. you know That's what? It was a fucking great movie. Now I'm thinking I'm going to watch good. that when this podcast is done. It's pretty good. No, it's very good. You know, I'm sorry. If you're a horror person, horror person, and it's it's got a, a creature in it, so he handpicked that guy to do, actually do it, and he got the writers from A Quiet Place. Yep, it was a three person. Fuck you, three John people. Krasinski. He's not doing it. The other two writers. There's three uh. three writers on that on that thing. And if my fucking computer would actually work for a change, oh man, <sighs> another trouble. But I'm gonna rage. I, I'm super excited for it. Needless to say. I think it's going to be quite thrilling. Yeah, because that's the biggest thing. You have to remember that evidently to, for him to sign on, he had to pick out uh, Espinosa. He was the director of Life mm -hmm. and he handpicked him because he wanted more of a horror, someone who's familiar with creatures. And he also got uh, the other guys are Sharpless and Sassman. Sassman. Jared Leto kind of acts like a vampire, so this should be good for him. It's not a far reach. Fucking reclusive. Uh, not only that, yeah, that's true. Plus, Leto fucks. And vampires fuck. Yeah, Even the 90s, Blade had a fucking blood orgy. Okay. We, we, we were scrolling we're through. So we were funny. sitting here in the studio. You remember that? We were looking through the top 20 vampire movies of the 90s. All right. And half of, I shit you not, 15 of them... All on the cover was just dudes wearing leather with fucking shark tooth necklaces. Oh, and then with the frosted tips, yeah. everyone looks like fucking well, Angel so from stat. Buffy. That was so started that. Everyone looks like Angel from Buffy, dude. And I started – oh, God. Well, it's, there's Angel and Spike. You got to be more specific. Angel – Oh, yeah. Sorry. Spike. Spike, Spike. Had, had frosted tips. That's the tips. one I was talking about. Okay. The frosted tip guy. I'll help you out. So I was, I was texting Mason and I was talking to him about this shit. And I'm like, you remember all those like cringy movies we used to cringy? watch? Cringy? Come on, man. It's vampire stuff. You're it's telling me shit. that you can look at a guy in a fucking leather – it's a leather like muscle top and I'm, and he's just walking around like that's normal to wear with a black trench coat. Yeah, but it's the 90s. I that's fucking, the part you keep forgetting, man. It just kills me watching those movies. It's hilarious. I love them. Yeah, but that's the part that's real. I mean you got to remember it's the 90s. You got you to roll with it and that's the big thing. I mean – eh. No? Eh. No? I mean, everyone like Saved by the Bell is okay, but everyone's walking around in those goofy ass clothes from the '80s. I'm saying in the '90s it was needless because those weren't even the accurate clothes from the '90s. Yeah, they were just leather. It was just everything leather, and it was because of Blade. Blade fucked it all up for us. He was cool in leather, so every director took it and ran. Yeah, but I like the first two. A lot of people like the third one. I didn't like the third one, but a the lot of the first one's fire. The first one's the best. Second is still really good. The third one I didn't care for. I had Ryan Reynolds again with a sword. Ryan Reynolds pretty much played fucking Deadpool. And, and by the way, it wasn't the writers from The Quiet Place. It was the writers from Lost in Space Netflix. Sorry, guys. I oh, screwed it's it up. Not as good. It is good. I love that show on Netflix. Screw you. It was really what good. What the fuck Robinson's? is Lost in Space? 
it's a redo reboot of a show from the 60s it was god awful and they redid it it's on Netflix did 10, 10 episodes it was just premiered two months ago I'd rather have the writers who wrote Mork and Mindy Mork and Mindy you remember that no I do remember Robin the show Williams Robin and, Williams yeah. no 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 yeah I got that <laughs> But on That's a, a better space show for me personally. <laughs> I'm crying inside. But to to be fair, uh, the two guys from A Quiet Place, they just rewrote a script of a Stephen King short story called uh, The Boogeyman. It's about a creature who lives in your kid's closet and is abducting him and killing him. And two authors from that – and I'm sorry I got and it wrong. Stephen King is just piling up this fucking gouda. Dude. If he wrote shit on a napkin – and threw it in the drawer. If he they turned to, it into a movie. If he happened to open that, somebody would be standing there. Maybe R.L. Stein's right. We shouldn't just keep jerking off Stephen King. How many times do you think he comes from just the executives just fucking tugging, dude? Come on, man. If it what wasn't, else you got, Stephen? No, but Aim if, for my chest and face. If it wasn't for <laughs> it, would we be talking about this? No. Thank you. It's because it just blew the fuck up. So they're rifling through the so, drawers. So who should we really be turning to right now? I mean, even before that, though, Stephen King has iconic films. Pet Cemetery, The Shining. A shit show. Pet Cemetery was good. It was a horrible. When you watch that now, you watch that now. When it first came out. I I dreaded sitting through Pet Cemetery. I dreaded it. It was just God fucking awful. The Shining was good, though. Shining was good. I'm not going to debate that. Fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) So you had one in your back pocket. Name another one. Okay, hold on. Uh, What's that movie where. um, No, no, no. You got to name it. The Plague is Going Through with the Air and it kills you immediately? You remember that one? No. Where it said humanity won't go out with a loud bang, it'll go out with a whimper. Don't know that one. Fuck, really? See, that's just a terrible movie. Fuck, dude. Oh, man. I'm gonna I like the, the Mist. The Mist. The Mist was good up until was good the up last until the end. You know what? I kind of like the end now. Oh, that everybody shoot, he shoots everybody in the car and doesn't have a bolt left for himself? It's because ho- no, Hollywood fans That was too, a great movie up until the, the point where he shot everybody in the car. The general public is too fucking jaded. And then Sometimes what, shit and, goes wrong. And then what happens? As soon as he shoots everybody in the car, the army pulls through and saving the world. Yeah, you know. So he didn't have to blow the, the blow the brains out of the pretty blonde or, or his the son. Kid. Here's what I would say: Sometimes you don't get what you want. That's what I like. Sometimes. Say. And you, I remember watching um, this movie directed by uh, David Schwimmer. Okay. Called Big Nothing with Simon Pegg, and I thought this movie sucked all the dick, and it did. It was a very bad movie, <sighs> but I hated it largely because of the ending. Yeah. The ending is a big nothing. It's a zero-sum game. All the characters lose out for no reason. And it all would have – the whole conflict of the movie was presented and it was needless because at the end, he, he wanted to get his book deal picked up. Yeah, and but he didn't. And yeah, so he was trying to get money for his kid by robbing somewhere. Spoilers. And at the yeah, – you I'm don't watch Big that. Nothing? Like, no, no one saw the movie. Nobody did. So at the very end, he's dead. His friend is dead. And the girl they were with um, – Killed herself. No, killed him. Him. Oh, okay. And also dies. And then at the very end, his daughter has the money and finds out that his book deal would have gotten picked up. The publishing company called him that morning. Yeah. The night after. Do you know what else died in that, in that movie? What? His career. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a terrible movie. But then I realized, like, I was looking back on it and, you know, I'm like, you know what? Shit goes wrong sometimes and you don't always get a good ending as long as it works. <sighs> it doesn't work. That one didn't work. But I'm saying The Mist, I think, works a lot more for me now. I'm sorry, man. It's too convenient that he just shoots everybody in the car and doesn't have a bullet. It's not convenient. It's It's tragic. Horrible. It's It's just not good. I had the same argument with Brandon at work. A guy I work with did the same thing to me. I think I agree with Brandon now. 
I don't. I'm sorry. I love I Brandon, but I'm ending. just not agreeing with I think that's a good ending. It. I like the whole movie, and I've said for the longest time, I watch it up to that point, they're in the car and they're driving down the road, and I turn it off and I walk away. Especially because, you know, I don't know. I, I'm excited. Do you really need to blow everybody's brains out? I'm excited for the out? fucking bo- bo- boogeyman. Hopefully, I like it more than the Babadook, which uh, well, I really like. Well, here's the thing. you got to remember, you got two two really good writers. They did The Quiet Place. i got it right this time. A so, Quiet Place. Uh, uh, I, all right. Wow. Not the Quiet Place. Oh, boy. It's a Quiet Place. What side of the bed did you fucking wake up on today? We're, pron- we're watching everything Matt pronounces again today. Yes. Wow. But I'm you excited for the boogeyman. Plus, they can play on – if they do anything – uh, remotely as good as what James Wan is putting out, and I'll that's the guy I was trying to get back to you saying if it, we love Stephen King, but if it wasn't for James Wan who actually redid it and rebooted it and rewrote and it, and he was the mastermind behind the Conjuring verse, exactly. About that. If it, 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 so who should we really be talking about here? Not that Stephen King is studio not, head should be jerking off James Wan, and they well, I hope he's finally getting paid because that's what face should chest happen. and back. Come uh, on, uh, totally because he deserves every goddamn dime because that movie. I felt it was fantastic. His movies have been the only ones, the scary movies that have actually scared me. Lately. Lately. There were some scary Especially points. walking out of Hereditary where it was tense, but it wasn't really oh, that you're scary. you're the second person. Somebody I know at my, at my other job today told me she went to see Hereditary, wasted two hours of her fucking wasn't life. Wasn't that scary? And she said it was just horrible movie. Because, horrible because movie. Because you don't get scared watching Hereditary. You're just confused and it's tense. That's what the movie is. It is one movie movie. where I was literally – there was one scene in the movie where I was like, okay, that was scary. One. She's not good. Plus, there's a weird guy with frosted tips in that movie too. And I have the same argument with – okay, I'm not going to spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. Yeah, that was definitely going to be a a high-key spoiler. Here's a little transition. Yeah. Guess who's trying to avoid going into bankruptcy? Uh, Nicolas Cage. No, movie pass. Movie Pass. Yep, we were just talking about that yesterday. Well, we talked about tech startups on the last podcast yep. and how they often fail. It just just noted, can Movie Pass owner my computer's working now again avoid bankruptcy as the stock hits a new record low? It's really bad. Glad I didn't buy. Membership. It's because they made really bad moves with how they were using it. One hundred percent. You it's can't like, absolutely. You can't make. Can't keep changing the fucking rules. And you can't make, live and die by a pitch. And you can't make the tech more and more clunky. No. If anything, you should have streamlined it to where it was easier, to where yes. I could have just swiped with the card. What you should have done is you should have, if you wanted to check up on, see if the card holders were only spending it on movies, you should have come along with technology to tag the tickets and not penalize the users. You know and what I'm saying? And have them take photos. Photos. And, you don't add check, an extra step. And make sure you don't go you don't. see that movie because it's don't. a new release and then you got to – And you don't piss on the on the movie theater chains and, and get angry with them. You work something out. Plus, I think everyone always is saying these theater chains are evil. No, they're not. It's the studios that it kind of forced them to jack up the price. Because theaters yeah. don't clear as much no. money as you think they do. No, they don't. It actually blows my mind when everyone like shits on like AMC and all these companies because they're like, oh my god, they're fucking terrible. And I'm like, Really? I mean, I know it's a lot, $6 it for is. soda and $8 for popcorn, but you go to any hockey game or football game and it's $20 for a fucking beer. When's the last? See, oh, come on. Hockey is the one one of the and, few sports and, uh, and we got I will a $12 go drink at a hockey game. I will go see a hockey live, but I won't go see football live anymore. I just don't think no, it's but worth it. No, that's what I'm saying. I, I think that basketball I will, but you got to have close enough seats. I cut you off. Again. It wasn't that I wasn't the point of it. I wasn't talking about seeing live sports. I was talking about how people are demonizing movie chains instead of studios. How are they demonizing? I haven't seen one tweet about that. Because they're saying they're raising the prices. It's bullshit. And that's why things like Movie Pass exist. Yeah. 
And then they make the movie pass clunkier than actually just dealing with the movie yeah, theaters. Yeah, you're making me wrong again because we put a whole – another cast we did was the price of uh, – they're raising the prices on mo- tickets so much they're pricing out people. And yeah, I thought about that right. and I actually looked at how much money they were clearing and I was like, wait a second. Well, Most of that money goes to the studios. It does because uh, like, guess, guess what else Marvel was just boasting? What? $6 billion earnings already this year. And we're not even – we're only in the year uh, – we're only in month six. You know when they had – they had – I think last year total was a $7 billion earning for that company. Holy shit. And we're only six months into their year and they've already made six. You know what would be the best job to have, honestly? Being an Imagineer for Disney. Do you know what their Imagineers are? Concept That's, guys? They're like their engineering division and What's ideas. Concept guys. Then? Yeah, you bring okay. up ideas and big, big concepts for the parks and for the movies. And I think that'd just be, it's a crazy. Yeah, but Disney, Disney, Disney doesn't need that. They just bought all this IP from Fox. Why do you think they were buying well, the no, IP? No, no, no. Uh, the Imagineers do like other stuff too. I'm saying that it's an insanely hard job to land though. Oh, he's trying to call me bitch and be nice. No. Listen to me. Listen to me. Hey, guess what? Guess what? I'd work for Disney. Who wouldn't work for Disney? That's they just bought – with that IP reference that they just bought, okay, they just got Predator. They just got Aliens. They just got everything. Do you understand oh, that? Cleared the shelves. They did. Now Fox's IP department is looking like a have, North have, Korean food store. Have you seen the new trailer? Grocer. The new trailer for Predator? The new one coming yeah, out? Yeah, with Keegan-Michael Key, baby. Oh, my God. It looks fantastic. That, that guy, Black, he has got an incredible movie coming out. I hope the movie is as good as the trailer. I, what's his name? The director, owner of the uh, 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 Black? Shane Black? Shane Black. See, I got it right. You're making fun of me again. I was just making sure. Like, who, it uh, comes out September 14th. And the trailer for it, they just had an extended trailer put out. It, it looks fantastic. There's not only one Predator now. They have a genetically altered larger Predator. They should do um, – oh, man. How are you not fucking in? I'm in. I'm pretty excited. A series of post-traumatic stress disorder vets coming back from a mission where they just took a whole bunch of tech and a predator off of a ship are not allowed to talk. They're having a meeting. They're on a transport going back and they realize they're getting jacked by another predator. And who intervenes just as they're getting jacked and, and, and whooped about by a predator? The super big one who's actually beaten up on the other one and they're worried that that one's going to turn That was one of the cool things. In the movie Predators, you find that they're two different races yes. of Predator. And they did that in Predators the movie with and Adrian Brody. each other. That, that was, was another great movie. That was fucking dope. Come on, I love those fucking movies. Come on. September 14th. Get the fuck on it. I just can't wait to fucking see that movie. That All right. I'm going to pitch. This is my concept, right? Predator v. Predator. Ready? You ready for this? Okay. Picture uh, – all right, it's going to star Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. It's going to be sending predators after sexual predators. Come on, dude. Just okay. picture, picture. Wait a minute. Can you hear the crickets? Picture Jerry Sandusky crickets. and Block D. Crickets. He's walking. He's walking to watch the color TV. Oh, come he on, just hears man. fucking uh, <laughs> thermal scanning. Thermal scanning. You're just better. Come on, dude. Let it go. I'm just saying, I can make some money with that idea. You laugh, but hear me out. It's going to be big. I don't want to hear you out. You know who just put out uh, the, the first one of some of the first pictures from shooting? Who? Quentin Tarantino. 
Oh, uh, there were just images put out online of Brad Pitt and Leonardo. Really? Yeah. From the Manson movie. From the Manson movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If you get a chance, it's on our Instagram and on our Twitter feed. They're actually pretty cool. One guy looks like the uh, Robert Redford or the drugstore cowboy uh, back in the day with Dustin Hoffman. And the other guy looks like some guy in a leather jacket who's just trying too hard. That's Leonardo. <laughs> but it actually looks pretty good. Well, it's about his um – it's about a star in his action, his uh, stunt, stunt double, guy, right? Yep, and and what they're doing is they're coming back from being in westerns and trying to get into TV to be current, and it's not working out for the two of them. And meanwhile, all that's going on, I think they're neighbors of Tate, Sharon Tate, yeah, and then the Manson fans, family comes to visit. So it's he's gonna that's have fucking dope. You, you know how he does like the four different stories going on at the same time, and then they. Intertwine. I think that's what they're doing this. Time. Well, that's what he's doing. Non-linear storytelling. Yes, and it all intertwines. That's what made Pulp Fiction so fucking good. I'm glad he's going back to that. This whole thing, I didn't like. Uh, what the was the hateful eight? I did not care for it. It was I thought okay. It was okay. It was too linear. Better than the Revenant, but like worse than a lot of the other releases. I liked it better than the Revenant. I will agree with that. Because it, it did okay. have some Tarantino moments where you're like, that dialogue was amazing. Yes. Yeah. The stagecoach talk, I liked it. I know you didn't care for it, but I did. I just didn't like – like 30 minutes into the stagecoach talk, stage talk, I was like, wait a second. You're, you're ready for a tent. We're in a movie, huh? Yeah. I was like, it's a movie. I, see, I like conversations like that. I'm, I'm really I'm, good. I really love that too in Tarantino flicks, but it's usually met with like a conflict. Whereas, no, see, in Reservoir Dogs, they're all sitting around the diner table. And they're trying to get everybody to chip in money and they're talking about the thing they've seen last and getting their $2 for a tip. And, and then uh, they're going off how one guy wants Time that it. scene though. Time it and then tell me that it was anywhere near as long as the No, we didn't have the scene. money. No, it's not going to be anything close to that. That's, that's Quentin Tarantino's first movie. You know what? He's not going to go off on his rants. I, and what did I say before? Not everything these guys is these guys do is gold. The problem is, is when they get farther into their career, they have the freedom to, and the and the ability to put whatever, to do they, whatever want, they want. And you can't. That's the reason they have to have an editor there to go. Listen, man, some of this is shit. It needs to be Not cut down. Shit. It's this, shit. Okay. Okay. You got to be able to talk to people and tell them the fucking truth. And see, the problem is, people are afraid to tell some of these stars. Listen, you know easier what? Easier said than done. It is easier said than Way done. Way easier said than well, done. Well, then he needs a guy like me around. You know, Quentin, give me a call. I'm happy to tell you what <laughs> fucking doesn't need to be there and what does. Because he is one of the best filmmakers of all time. I'm not going to debate that. Kill Bill. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Easily Fiction, one of Kill the Bill best Bill 1 movies. and 2. Reservoir Dogs. True Romance. I love all those fucking movies. And I'll be the first one to say it. But sometimes you got to trim some of the shit. You do. It's not needed. Yeah, I hope they do uh, some. Once I heard Leonardo was in it, I was fucking in because he, I was just coming off of rewatching The Departed when I heard about that oh, movie. Oh, great movie! And just rewatching The Departed, I'm like, it's Le such a good fucking Leonardo movie. DiCaprio is the best actor of all time, probably. Oh, come on, no, come no, on! I can't do that yet. He played Can uh, Monsieur Candy in fucking Django. He played uh, the main protagonist in The Revenant. I don't even know what that yeah. fucking guy's name is. Still, it was a grueling picture to film. Then you have to factor in he was in The Departed. He was in What's Wolf a, of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street was a fantastic He was in Catch movie. Me If You Can. He was in all these fuck Titanic. Yeah. All right. Wait a minute. Can I interject one thing? Yeah. Scorsese, Tarantino, <laughs> um, Spielberg. Um, who else am I talking about? Cameron. Titanic. Yeah, Cameron, um, James Cameron. All right, four probably of the greatest directors of our generation. 
Well, why'd I'm, they I'm, pick I'm, Leonardo? That's the question. All right. I hate when you prove me wrong. You why'd they pick him? That's even more of a reason. They picked him because he's got a great range and he delivers. I think I about how vastly that. different those fucking characters are. All those characters are extremely Boston different. accent, old southern slave owner, fucking yeah. young heartthrob. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck, man. He, you, you know what? You're making a compelling argument for me agreeing with you again. I mean, he played an evil motherfucker in Django and I still loved his dialogue. <sighs> I still love – and then the Wolf He of, made me so uncomfortable in that movie. You, it's because he's a good actor. If you don't but like – Wolf of Wall Street it, was I was going to say, if you don't like the monologues in the Wolf of Wall Street, you, you, delete my number from your phone. Yeah, really. Get out of here. You know what? Uh, you need to go watch – Talking about doing quaaludes and crashing his Ferrari, dude. And it was two different versions. <laughs> I drove back perfectly. He's crawling into the Lamborghini. It's just great. It's just really well done. I took two ludes on my way over here. Yeah. And and I was fine. I made it here without a scratch. Matthew McConaughey taken if any in any movie if Matthew McConaughey's taken a key bump in the middle of a restaurant, I'll watch the entire film. It was funny. It was a really well Margot Robbie's breakout performance. I, I know Shane. Shane, what's his name? John Barenthal. I mean, come on, fucking loaded with stars. It that is. movie is just good. It's so good. Uh, it's another great movie. I mean, that's just every time I talk about that, I'm just like, "Fuck." I don't know, man. I just think that's unbelievable. And then you got Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, I think, is also he's he up there. Stole that. He stole that. He stole that whole like movie. Because when you with think one... about it, how long? I'd love to go back in time. How long he's actually in that movie? It's just that it feels like he co-stars in it. Though. It does because you know what? You can't bring out that movie. You're like, oh look, I mentioned, I mentioned Barenthal just because I, I think Barenthal, he's yeah. Barenthal. We Maybe used to call him Barenthal for the longest I, time. I, I did, and you guys used to ridicule. We got some comments. Great for ruining a momentum killer. That's really good. Yeah. If, I like John Barenthal. Yes. Very much. I think he's really cool. Last reason but I you mentioned, mentioned him. Matthew McConaughey, and he's barely in the film. Barely in the film. One monologue. And it's just so hysterical. Come on, feel it. Talking Get about it. He's like, soon enough, you'll be jerking off to the thought of money. I just fucking love <laughs> it's it, dude. Great. It's great. I'm sorry. I just he's love sitting so in there high on coke. Fucking. He is probably one of the great uh, actors. Of I would say he's up there too. He's in probably the top three for me. Matthew McConaughey. After he watching Interstellar, that was such a good movie. Though, and his acting was so. But he good. had to break out of doing the boyfriend roles. Yeah. He had to break out of that. Not that those weren't good movies. You want to know? Failure out launch. Of Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Fool's Gold. Fool, Fool, Sahara. I liked all those movies. People were like, that's a shit show. But you know what? Obviously, you're not watching it for no. great dialogue. You're watching no. it to see some, like, it's a quirky, it's like a video game story. It's cotton candy, though, yeah. folks. How many times have you said, I, I'm turning my brain off and I want to be entertained? Failure to Launch was fucking good. I enjoyed that freaking you movie. haters. If Terry Bradshaw gets to naked through the whole thing. I want a naked room. I want a naked room. I had to keep him in his naked room. He wanted to make the whole house naked. But it's so fucking funny. Come on, man. That's just a great movie. You want to let him break out of that, though. What? True Detective. <sighs> True Detective was his coming out party as an actual actor. Yeah, I would agree with that. Maybe Dallas Buyers Club, too. I don't know which came out before which. But Woody Harrelson really shined in that, too. Woody Harrelson's always been amazing, though. He goes from being Woody Boyd in Cheers to the guy who's a co-star in The True Detective. And hunting apes in fucking Planet of the Apes. That movie was a shit show. You want to know why? Because he was barely fucking in it. They build it like he was a star, though, when they that were That bothered me. We talked about that. He was in the movie for 20, for 20 minutes. And half of it he didn't talk. And the movie was three hours long. And all they did was walk forever. You know what? They walked. Fuck that movie. It was just not good. Fuck that I movie. I love the first two Planet of the Eight movies, though. 
I'm sorry. The yeah. one where he actually let's sound test. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we can't get into the eight I movies. was going off on it. I was going to say, we're talking, about, I know, talking about the best actors in Hollywood. I know, I know. Well, you know who's kind of bitter? I, I thought this was funny. Hodor. Did you hear about this? Oh, dude, he's always been a salty fuck. He is a salty fuck. Do you want me to tell you a history? Can I, can I tell you this one little part? Okay. Yeah. All right, and then you can write I'll, it I'll tell you mine after. All right. It's evidently, he doesn't like cameos. Uh, what's Hodor? his name? Christopher Martin or Chris Ryan or some shit like that? Uh, well, what's his name from The Singer? Ed Sheeran, Sh- am I saying Ed more? Sheeran? Sheeran was on them. Sheeran, <laughs> Sheeran. It's um, easier to um, say than Sheeran. <laughs> Sheeran, Sheeran. There you go. Ed Sheeran. I'm gonna come across this table and choke you out. Holy Keep the camera rolling because when I no, fucking kill you, it's gonna be on video, and we're gonna post. We'll probably get our first Matt's muster. pronunciations. He makes it harder on oh, himself. Oh my god, you and your brother. Sheeran. <laughs> anyway, anyway, go. So he actually had a problem with the cameo that. Uh, Ed, she- Ed Sheeran did on the she- show, Sheeran, right? Because it takes you out of the seven, seven seasons flow of the characters and the universe. I remember when that that got so much hubbub. Did he say this recently? Like, just come out and yeah, say it, just like yesterday or the day before. When Ed Sheeran was on the show, a lot of people had the same critique, and I'm like, bro, it's one fucking cameo, dude. One, they did seven seasons. They I had know. one cameo, you bitches. I don't remember anybody else that famous. That you can't take one Ed Sheeran cameo. Evidently, he was all bitter Plus as it, fuck. It's actually served a purpose for the story because um, a lot of people don't know that that's that whole scene was about humanizing the Lannister soldiers. Yes, because up until that point, you're like, wait, they killed all the Starks. They're these fucking and evil. They're evil people. They're just fucking. They'll and kill anything that moves. And, and what's her name ended up not killing all of them, where she was going to poison. Um, yeah, the little girl, Maisie Williams. Yes, oh, that's the actress's name. Yes, Arya Stark. Arya, yes, Arya. Yeah. Anyway, are you really going to keep doing this to me? <laughs> so <laughs> you're killing my flow because he <laughs> just killing it. <laughs> so he sings on the show and he kind of shows that the Lannisters can be something different and then everyone gets mad. Meanwhile, Hodor is a salty fuck about like everything. Oh my God. Dude, he, oh he God. gave nothing to that show. All he did was say one fucking word and had this really uncomfortable flaccid dick scene that no one wanted to see. Nope. And carry a guy on his back for after the movie. That was so fucking oh lame. Do you realize, Hodor, you're a fucking prop. You know that, right? I just want to say Pretty that right much, now. Yeah. You're not an actor. You had one decent scene. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Where he's holding the door. And I'll pre- present you another way in which he was a bitch. The podcast that I, I actually started me on podcasting, Painkiller Already, All right. on YouTube. Go look it up if you want to painkiller okay. already. It's a great show. Um, he they asked him on because they were huge fans and they knew that he loved podcasting. He so would, it sounds like a perfect fit. Perfect fit. So they messaged him and he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'd, I'd be, love to come. I'd on. be down to do it. Okay. Just like let my manager, like his managers, you know, like set they, it all up. They always feel like they have to be involved in everything. Yeah, ten percent. You got to make them work for it. Stars to be removed a little bit. So then they talk to the manager and the manager's like, "Oh yeah, um, he changed his mind. He doesn't want to do it." But he, apparently Hodor had never decided that he didn't want to do it. It's just that he had obligations. But the manager said he doesn't want to do it. So they're like, okay, it's all good. No problem. Um, and they were like, we'll see if we can fit in some time. And he was like, all right. Uh, and then they told their fans like, oh, go him up on Twitter. Tell him we really want him on the show. So they were lighting him up. So they were lighting him up. And apparently uh, he was such a little of a star that he had notifications on on his phone. Oh, so it was just constantly. So he said it blew up his phone, and he was like, "You know what? Fuck this show. You guys suck." And I'm like, "Wait, they blew up your Twitter. Like, they all have more Twitter followers than you, bro." Go in settings. Go in settings. Turn, turn off, off notifications, notifications and say thank you for all the followers, yeah. and go on the show. 
You just made and me And he popular. was like, you know what? I hate you guys. Like, you guys My quote just went up. You guys really put me off. You go went around the wrong way. And I was Sorry, just I like. Yeah, he's a dick. He's a dick. Yeah, a flaccid dick. Yeah. So shout out to the pink already, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I think that's really, really terrible. And dude, if I was a star and people hit me up, I'd be like, all right, let's do this. You know who's going to be better now, too? Who? Did you hear who's being sued? Who? Uh, Fear the Walking Dead. Fear the Walking Dead is who who's suing them. Uh, another comic book series is now saying, you know, the guy, I can't remember his name right now, that actually came up with, he's the initial, initial writer of the uh, graphic novel of The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. He actually, this is a spinoff. So another graphic novel has said that they're ripping off their story and now have filed suit against everybody is suing. Well, clearly The Walking Dead has had some trouble with uh – Storytelling in the past, so I would not. Be- I would definitely believe that they would take someone else's story. Yeah, and it's especially when they've on, struggled yeah. for writing. Remember when they had that? They they had the fucking red wedding of writers, and they just fucking canned them all. Canned them all. Yeah, and, and those were the great writers who did season one. Exactly, and the most notable, and he was showrunner at the time, is Frank Darabont. Yeah, they get that fucked way? him up. Yep, and he's still suing. Fucked him out of Two hundred eighty million dollars. He deserves his money, dude. Yep. Fuck you. So evidently, they didn't like what was going on with their story being stolen, and they're saying that they plagiarized a comic book from another series of zombies, and they're suing him. I can see that. I think that there's definitely you got to protect your IP, man. And a lot of people say it's bullshit and it gums up the works, but when you live in a in a town of Hollywood, when you're in LA, right? Yeah, with enough writers and everything. Ideas are money. Yes, they They're are. They're literally money. Yep. There are some guys who are idea guys, and that is their job at studios. And they make thousands, thousands of dollars, millions, millions of dollars yeah. off their ideas. As the two so writers you steal, who did Infinity Wars. When yeah. you steal someone's idea, it really is it fucking, it's, it's brutal, it man. It is brutal, yeah. And I feel for people so badly. Like when I was reading this stories of like writers who've had their shit stolen in yeah. the past. I'm just like, oh. Gamera de Toro is being sued too. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Shape blatant water. too. And then you hear about James Franco getting sued what? for the disaster artist. Oh, yes. He's the student sued. came to him with a fucking script, script based off the book. Sued too. That's true. And he fucking, oh, he took it, dude. Well, allegedly he took. They're allegedly. Gonna, they're going to decide in court. We'll see. Well, you know court. what just happened also. Uh, uh, what's this, uh, what's I don't want to, I don't want to assume guilt. Allegedly. No, no, it's always allegedly. Dr. Trey. Everything's allegedly. You heard about Dr. Trey. He got sued for $100 million. By who? Uh, one of his uh, contracts he had with uh, Lamar and Jibe Audio for the Beats. It was another company. It was a joint venture and they had a contract and they came up with a whole diagram and how to build it and the specs and everything and made Holy him happy. Shit. Uh, they sued him for $100 million and evidently Dr. Dre and his partner, settled. They uh, no went to court, went to a jury, and jury found him. Uh, what is it called when they decide against them? Guilty. Well, go, they guilty. were at fault. They were at fault, and instead of giving him one hundred, they gave the, they gave that guy twenty five million dollars. Twenty five million. That's pretty good. It is a pretty good payday. I'd still be a little upset. Because yeah, but Dre you know made what? so much fucking cash. So much more than that. And that's my point. That's the reason I didn't want to bring this up. Million. Here's the thing, dude. How much is fucking enough And plus, that you're going to fuck people over? Exactly. Someone? Fucking people over when it's advantageous, you'd be silly not to. Because if I'm going to make $300 million and I get a slap on the wrist of $25 million, why would I not do that? And why would I not fuck you out of the contract and sell to Apple? Or, or here's the thing. Just give him money. There's more than enough to go around. That's why, you know what, Bill Gates, he squashed that shit immediately. He gave a ton of fucking money to do his roommate. Yeah, he did. 
He paid everybody. Right before there was even a court, before there was even a sue. Nope. I think he gave him like fifty million or something yep. like that. He paid that. everybody there what he thought they were worth and walked away. Which is which is fair because the, right the roommate only had the idea. Exactly. He didn't steal his roommate's code or anything like that. Nope. He literally took the he was like, All right, you, and he have, bought the you have a really good system. base idea for an operating system. Yep. He liked what it was called. It, it was a shit show to start, and they just modified it, and made it better, and that's what he did. He paid everybody. And I was like, you know what? That's how you. That's what you have to do. You don't do what Zuck did and have to settle out no. with your best friend. And that's what happened. And, and now here split he, him apart. Trey did the same thing, and and now but he had to pay. Zuckerberg was under a little bit more pressure because he hadn't made money up until that point. Yeah, but still, you can still sign off a document. It doesn't and, have to come to lawyers. No, and you don't have to dilate, uh, dilute the stock out, so it's worthless. And that's like why he tried doing I it. think if you're going to have a guy who has billions of dollars, you kind of want it to be Bill Gates because he's been one of the better billionaires, in my opinion. He's not like he, yeah, but you got to remember the Bill Wendell Gates found it. Obviously, all billionaires. Once you have that much money, you do crazy stuff. All right, Let's just, okay. That, that's a base. You're hiding me off. You the give past. me okay, a billion good. dollars. Yeah. I'm doing some crazy, crazy shit. shit. I, okay. Good. Not normal shit. No, okay. Because I have then. a billion dollars. So I was going to say, don't get carried away that no. he's the If next. I have a billion dollars, I'm buying like – like, I'm buying exotic animals. I'll have like – I'll have like weird you mean, stuff. You mean you're going to bring in your own food and kill it so you know what it's like and then cook it no, and eat it? Yeah, I'm going to do bizarre shit. I'll have like a guy who's on my payroll that just pours my cereal and he's called the cereal bitch. And I'll walk in the morning <laughs> and I'm like, cereal bitch. But it's it's just – I don't know. You just but can't give him all the he, credit. But he, I said that. You know, I, I know billionaires I do I dark just, stuff. They do. But I didn't know this. The, Bill Gates has a constant line of direct contact to the past, like I think the past like four presidents. Oh, he plays golf with him once a week or at least has a lunch. Or like a month. I think it was like once a month or something like that. He has contact. Uh, oh, once a month, yes. Once a month he has contact with yeah, every president. Yeah, but there's a lot of billionaires that do that. But you want to know why? He doesn't make lunches. it public. He doesn't no. make it public. I think that's what was important. Those, those were pictures taken out of context and that's how they actually found out that, he, that the president. Yeah, it was on like – I think it was him and Obama on like this. One of the few times, but I saw him with Clinton. And there was a time where I saw photographs with him and Clinton and then uh, – I think he's distanced himself. The Kraft. I think he's definitely distanced himself from uh, Trump. I think it's the Kraft brothers. They own that whole mega organization and I'm not talking about the Kraft has to do with the football team. But they do the uh, – every paper good and everything you've ever By the had. way, I did not know how big Kraft was of a corporation. Have you ever seen those corporate chains? Yes. Where it shows the subsidiaries? Exactly. Kraft now is one talking. of the biggest – I was like, oh, the mac and cheese place. But then they own Dixie and they own like all these now other – Now you know who I'm talking about. They're – like, billion whoa. dollars. And then you have the Koch brothers. It's like Pepsi. You don't realize that Pepsi owns everything. Everything. Because it's Pets, PepsiCo. When you look at PepsiCo and you see their trademark, you, you realize. They own KFC. They own everything. Taco Bell. They own, everything. They own Pizza just, Hut. It's, it's fucking crazy. Amount. May not Pizza Hut. fucking sick. But um, I think Bill Gates has done all right, though. Yeah, As I mean, he started go. that foundation. Foundation. He well, he made he made right with all the people who helped him get there. Well, you have to remember he went through a decade, unlike other billionaires, where all they did was squirrel away cash. You heard that story, right? Where he had hoarded enough cash to buy every NFL. Remember the team. monopoly suit too? Yeah, that was dicey. Where he was literally legally a monopoly, and they fucking split his shit up. Yeah, but he he. At, this is after that. Yeah. After that, he realized that if they're going to take his shit, he's going to have more money than anybody on the face of the planet. Liquid, which he did. He ordered enough cash to buy every NFL team and the league all at once. And you got to remember, they're selling for about a billion dollars a piece or more. And this is liquid cash on hand. He he had enough money to actually fund NASA. Ten times over. 
and this is the kind of money this guy has laying around. And then he started the Bill Gates Bill Gates and what's his wife's name? Foundation. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Yeah, they actually drinking water, uh, malaria, famine, infrastructure through third world countries. And they're a results-based charity. So they yes. measure how much they allocate based on results from results. their different exactly. branches, which words, I think is really good. So it's based yeah. off the results they get for the uh, community. Unlike other cha- charities, which... They throw money at the problem. Well, not only that, I think it becomes a business in its own self. We've talked about that in the past. Because not-for-profit still means that you have to break even with paying employees. Yes, yes. And, but, but when does it become more about uh, a, a machine that makes money... And with a bunch of employees then employees doing that, actual good. Yeah, exactly. And it doesn't do that. And he took a fucking like something 97% pledge or something like that where he's going to give it all away when he dies. He took some <sighs> outlandish pledge. Yeah, he's going to give a ton of cash away. He's not giving it all. Oh, come on, dude. I'm not buying Plus, it. Plus, he's still, he's still keeping his Microsoft stock. He said that. Oh, okay. So and his kids, really are, his kids are getting his Microsoft stock when he dies. So okay. it's like they're so going to be rich be a, as fuck. Yeah, they, well, he's got so much money now. We're talking about beyond. I was going to say, isn't he nearing $100 billion? I don't know. Which is it's just, just – It's insane. <sighs> it's insane the amount of money. Insane. What do you do? What Do you think he just wakes up and there's already like – I don't even know, dude. I imagine – If he had any what? substance abuse problem, he would already be dead. Well, it, it, it's it's like coming to America. You ever see the beginning of that movie yeah. with with Eddie Murphy, and they throw rose petals down and walk behind him, and he's got personal bathers, someone brushing his teeth, somebody cleaning his dick. I was gonna got, say it's fucking no, unreal. But, but do you imagine that's when I see a billionaire? That's what you imagine. Just picture yeah. waking up in uh, Casa de Cameron to film a billionaire. It's just like an arcade. There's like 20 Instagram models. They're just wandering around aimlessly. No, but it's funny. With Come- <laughs> That's the reason I thought Coming to America was so good. He woke him up by opening the doors and, and the birds were singing and then the light would come in and Eddie Murphy did that fake crap where he was you know, opening up his eyes and going, oh, and it was just so fucking hysterical to me. That's what billionaire's life has got to be like. Yeah. It's not like And mine. then people wonder why they go crazy. I'm like, dude, if you give me that much money, right. who wouldn't go crazy? Me. I'm tired of hearing this. Oh, I'm going to lean forward in the chair. You. Because Don't you know be what? Mr. Practical. Can I have the money so no, no, I can no, go no. insane? No, can no, no. I no, have no, no. the money so I can try and lose it all? Not can negatively. I have the money oh, so I can God. overdose? Oh, can I God. have the money so I can piss it all away gambling? You are, you are insufferable when it comes to this. Because you know what? I no, can't no. stand hearing about these poor people with billions of dollars. You fuck. That's not what I was saying. Oh, my God. Uh, I love how you just launch into how much because I just can't. I love oh, that poor guy. No, stop, stop. I'm shutting this I'm down take because you were wrong. Because that's not what I was saying. A and B. Of course, everyone would love to have a billion dollars. I was saying that you're going to go crazy with what you're spending it on. Not that they're going to lose all their money. You can't oh, gamble away a billion dollars. Okay, everyone would love to have a billion dollars. You're not crazy. unique in that faction, and those people aren't sad. Once you hit a billion, there's no amount of sadness. Well, we had this. We had this talk at work. Okay. Holy moly. No, no. But we came to a consensus. And I think this is a really good way of putting it. Money doesn't equal happiness. And I want – just how I want – Money eliminates 99% of your problems. Okay. I'm glad to let me finish, bitch. I'm glad the words came out of my mouth. Yeah. Money doesn't doesn't equal happiness. Money equals freedom to do what you want, which equals happiness. Yeah, where you can find fulfillment doing what you want to do. What you really want. Dude, and, and we I figured that around. out when I was 18. Okay, good for you. I'm not it didn't you. Take, it didn't take a talk. I that didn't is, have philosophy classes either. So, that is you true. Know what? I was busy working six days a week. 
right, so you can tell me all Let's your shit, go. but you know, I actually have to go to work every day. So yeah, we 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 the tax paying folk. Yes, we're sitting around having this discussion, hey, and me man. me being, being the bitter slave that I am. Yes, to the man. <laughs> okay, I was like, don't ever say that money doesn't equal happiness. But yeah, I did agree with you know uh, the ladies I work with, and I said, you're absolutely right. Money equals. The, f- the freedom to do what you want. I, I know people who are doing something they hate doing and are making pretty good money, and they're not they're not they're not fulfilled, but they're they are happier than most people because a lot they have no money problems, they have no worries. Yeah, but you can tell that they're not like fully there, and that's what I think rich people are saying. They're not saying that they're miserable; they're saying that they're not fulfilled, and those are two different things. So I hate when people are like, "Dude, give me that money." I, I, I wouldn't just be clarified. I know. I'm just saying. A lot of people are like, give me that money. I wouldn't be miserable. They're not miserable. They feel this hollow feeling of non fulfillment. Right. The freedom to do what really makes you happy. Exactly. And I, I totally, when it's placed in that context, I totally agree okay. with you. But that but, being said, I'd be the best rich guy. I'd be way better than you and everyone else. <laughs> everyone else. Well, you know I'd what? I'd be the best. Everybody's rich guy. better than me. I just come to that as no. an assumption. Oh, come on. Sure. Holy shit. I, I've often said that I am not a good human being. I'd be and, the. And my children are the much better people. Here's than what I. I would do, right? Everybody's a better person. You just have fun. Just don't take everything so seriously. I think that's how most people get into trouble. You know, just like with Quentin Tarantino, he took the hateful eight too seriously and had a forty-five minute carriage. Scene. Again, not everything you crap is gold. Exactly. It's shit. And that's dude. How I feel. You know what I just saw? We were watching Rampage, and it was sponsored by Dave and Buster's. What would you do if I gave oh, you? Oh, where he throws the sign. What it's, would you do if I give you fifty thousand dollars in Dave and Buster's coins? You going every weekend? No. <laughs> would you even go? No. What? <laughs> I'd sell the fifty thousand for forty. No, no, no. And I keep the forty grand no. cash. No, it's not forty grand cash. You didn't hear me. It's fifty thousand dollars in retail. Follow the yeah. words coming out of. You're my not going to get that good if of an exchange I, rate. Uh, Twenty five grand. Not that good. It's Dave and Buster dollars. Exactly. Okay. They're non transferable. I can go on Craigslist. It's, no, it's like a it. it's a thumbprint. It's like welcome, Matthew. I have no choice. Yeah, you have to go. Is it good for food? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm in. Not to go. No, I'll eat it there. <laughs> you go on every weekend. I don't know if I go every weekend, <laughs> but I'd go if I can get food and stuff for It's 50 for it. grand. I know. I went there once. It's an arcade. Yeah. You don't like arcades? It's I sad, do. isn't it, a little bit? I do, but it's okay. Is there any level of, like, what's the appropriate level of sadness if you see a grown man at Dave & Buster's having fun? As long as he's not busting tables. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dark existence. I told you that. That was, like, my biggest so fear. So, really, you wouldn't think lesser of anyone if you saw them in, like, Dave & Buster's doing the super shot? No. Ski ball? I went to, uh, what do you call it? Um, Chuck E. Cheese. I used to take you guys all the time. You have kids. That's different. Oh, oh That's you different. mean just to go on you my own? You have a reason yeah, to but be this there. Isn't a, yeah, but there's... You mean drinking beers and playing hoops? No, no, no. You have a reason to be a Chuck E. Cheese. So you just – I go by myself? Yeah. No, I'd rather go to movies by myself. That's what I'm saying. So what level of sad- – That way I can one cry out of ten. inside in the dark. One out of ten. <laughs> I think that – I know uh, – one out of ten though. Really quick. Sadness. Sadness? If you're uh, – you see a grown man by himself at Dave & Buster's. He's by himself. By himself? Not even with a girl on a date. Yeah, see, you try to take a girl and have fun. You guys then it's interact. playful. It's like ha, ha, ha. See, that's – if a, a couple does it, I think it's a seven. Like theme parks. If a family does it, it's an eight. If a guy does it by himself, it's a four or three. On the on the sad, I just so said, it's very so one, one being the most sad. Yeah, 
I think a couple couples can do cutesy shit like I that. I just said. That's I said, what I'm saying. I said couples I'm agreeing with you. is a seven. I'm agreeing with you. You better, damn it. I'm saying couples, you know, they can do stuff that normal Family people can't it. do. They can go to theme parks without being looked at. I remember one time I went to a theme a park by, by myself. myself. One you? time. I went to Bush Gardens in Florida by myself. We have we have a Dude. car. How many? How many? That's How some, many? That's some dark shit. How many times did you go? How many? You went, just me. Just me. Dude, <laughs> you don't know. that. That's some dark stuff right there. Especially when, like, it wasn't a very... How many serial cr- It wasn't a very crowded day. It did, was, like, a chill you? Saturday. Oh, and I was the... I was, like, one of the 500 people at the park. And it was it was fucking awkward. Because it'd be awkward. like, oh, time to go on Cobra Chase by myself. By myself. Just sitting there and like the music is like kind of drowned out because yeah. it was a muggy, a like muggy day. That sad carnival feel. Holy shit. I felt like one of those – like I was in a silent film. It's a good thing you weren't legal age to drink. <laughs> Fuck, dude. It would have been a rough one if I had been. I would have been like, keep them coming, dude. I'm getting fucking – Oh, that's horrible. Oh, oh yeah. And then, and then people were asking me like, dude, like you have a past Bush Gardens. Why don't you go more often? And I was like, bro. By myself? Have you gone by – one? After it's going sad. once by myself, I was like, oh, you that's can't. You can go by yourself to the movies. Yes, you can. I, I think you. if you don't go by yourself to the movies, you're bitch shit. You're afraid to watch a movie by yourself? Why would I be afraid? That's what I'm saying. No. Some people are like, dude, that's sad. No. Sometimes I like going to a movie. Going to a theme park by yourself, that is that's sad. sad. But I've often said, <laughs> if, it's, if it's a really good movie, oh, I liked, I used to take you guys. I, we used to go as a family. Yeah. Then I, and then I would probably take you guys to a matinee. Yeah. And then, and then I'd go back and take your mother. And then I'd go back to see it one more time by myself so I could actually enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's it is true. true. Because if it's a really good movie, I don't Kids want to Kids ruin around. everything. That is true. They don't ruin everything. That's not true. I see some parents use their kids as an excuse to go to the theme parks. Have you ever seen that? Where they'll, they'll literally go to like Toonland at like Universal. Really? Like these women who are like 45 and they'll act like a little kid. But Really? That's just sad. I and mean, I, we took you guys to Barney Park. and Me? I, I'm a huge roller coaster Sesame, enthusiast. Sesame Theme Park and Sesame Place. Uh, I don't know. I don't the reason why I went that one day is because uh, they had the new Fast You don't have to explain. It's okay. Oh, no. Comment below. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. Holy fuck. That's funny. That is so. hilarious. Though. I should have taken pictures that day so we could put them on the fucking... Like, I would just want to be the guy on the ride going... Two, like right up in your fucking face, <laughs> and then when you go, no, you do the the do the shake. Yeah, two, <laughs> dude. It was even worse. Dude. I, I can't oh, even. We were going to the the cheetah hunt. We've ride. all had those shameful moments. There was this cheetah hunt ride, okay, and there was a girl around my age behind me. Oh, and she was by herself. They assumed she was with me. Oh, that was fucking. I was like, oh no, oh my fucking god. Dude. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Don't feel bad for me. I had a great time. What were we talking about? I had a great time. What were we talking about? I felt more bad for the chick because she was by herself. I think a girl by herself is like extra sad. Yeah, well. Because me, I was just, I was memeing the whole thing, Snapchatting it. She she looked pretty, she looked like she was having a rough one. I don't know. I just can't go there. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be judge. Judgy? Nah, I can't. Definitely be judgy. It's a little sadder because a girl can get anybody to go anywhere. That's what I'm saying. A girl like and it, I'm sorry to do that. Please comment below. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to like you know, dude. You're hanging out with guy friends. You're like, who wants to go to a theme park? 
You're not going to get a lot of takers. Nah. Not always. Nah. Unless, unless, yeah, you're not. Because theme parks, and then that that one trip kind of so, like, because that was my first time going as, like, an adult. Yeah. By my, like, I, I think, no, no, no. That was, like, my. Yeah, but I've gone on rides by myself. No, that was my guys. third time going as, like, an adult by myself. And I was, like, why, I went there and I was, like, wait. Oh, theme Am parks. Am I a little sad? Because I remember going on the Universal Mummy ride by myself. I was like, wait. No, but that's fine because you had kids there. Yeah. You were with your kids. I went there and I was like, wait, theme parks suck. Like, they're for little kids. They this, really are. This is absolutely for little kids. And I realized as soon as I got in there, I was like, wait a second. Ah, well, shit. Well, you know it's really a cool combination of theme park and movies? That, that always MDK 4D theater that Kevin Smith always talks oh, about. Oh, yeah. I would love to go to one of those because it's actually where you sit in the chair and it moves, it snows, you get the rubber smell of the cars, you know, peeling out. Now, that's a little bit of everything. I would pay 20 or $30 to do that. And they were also talking about these new VR 10-minute uh, walkthroughs. They're put in these big freaking warehouses. And right now they have one out where you're a stormtrooper and wherever you go with this stormtrooper, you wear your helmet and you can shoot and you actually see yourself in a battle, in a battle star or on a one of the destroyers and the ships out there and you're actually you're actually stormtroopers. When you look at each other, you're in stormtrooper. I haven't done the VR thing. I definitely want to check they it out. They have this thing in Japan. It's like a zombie, Re- it's see, a zombie game. fucking in. And uh, PewDiePie, famed YouTuber, went there. And tried it out, and it looks fucking tremendous. You're literally going around this like black room, and you're all wearing VR headsets, and you have guns. Just shooting zombies. Shooting zombies. That sounds like. And the I'm best. like, that sounds fucking. It does sound crazy. Like the best. It sounds like the best. Now that's a video game that's worth playing. You know, we need know. those Ready Player One omnidirectional treadmills. Yeah, but you just said they're not working because you got to be on a wire. It's because they tried them in the nineties. Yeah, but rent. A, you can have a, a hundred thousand square foot warehouse. You're going to be able to kill it. That is true. You know, that's all you need. Plus, you're inside. People can roam. You do you do sets of four and let them go out and time them five minutes apart. There you go. I got a whole thing set up. You know, you can you can make it work. I so think that's I the future. It, VR stuff, yeah. Disney had D- Disney is a boardwalk. Uh, I think it's Disney. Boardwalk. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it has the, one of those um, centers. Game Quest. Yes, Game Quest has one of the centers there, and they actually talk about that. We so. did. There was a VR thing, kind of there. Kind of. It was like it early was okay. stage VR. It was. We're talking back in the ninety, uh, uh, early two thousand. Yeah, because we were down here living already. So it's, yeah, it's early twos. But yeah, it was really primitive. But it was very interesting to see it for the first time. Yeah, you know. But it, I find it interesting. I would look. Oh, I would. Hey, Dude, somebody answer the can't that. sleep, won't sleep line is. It's ringing. a hotline. Somebody's trying comments to get a hold of us. Coming in, yeah. Hot. I'm like, where the hell is it ringing from, dude? Man? It's probably fucking Tarantino calling us up to yeah. yell at us. Yell at us for calling. For not calling. Everything, not everything is gold. Well, there's a long list of people that are pissed off. It's probably like, do you fucking know who I am? I do. I love his work. I'm the one introduced it to a lot of people I know. You know, go see this movie. You'll fucking love it. But I just. I'm not going to like it. But did you well, – we were talking about The Rock, right? Mm-hmm. You heard about his new movie when it's going to premiere. Jumanji 2 is premiering yeah. a week before Star the, Wars, Star Wars the new Star Wars movie. J.J. Yeah, Abrams' movie is supposed to come out uh, December 12th. Uh, no, they're coming out uh, the 20, uh, 26th of December right around Christmas release. And they were worried because they had already set a number two in motion before it 
really broke open. The movie cost like ninety million to make, and I think it was when it tripled its money. It was seventy five million, I think. Seventy five million. Jumanji its money. won. Yeah, when Jumanji actually tripled its money, they decided, you know what, we're going to sign everybody and we're going to roll into another production. Now it's an over billion dollar juggernaut. O- over a billion dollars. Now everybody's saying Jumanji had already picked its date, and then Star Wars dropped right on top of them. And then everybody goes, holy shit, you know, what are we going to do? Star Wars wants to open the same weekend. We're going to get clobbered. So what does Jumanji do after they realize they're a billion dollars? They drop the week back before. Okay, And now everybody in the Star Wars verse is going, oh, fuck, Jumanji's opening before us. And you know what? I'm going to see Jumanji and I'm not seeing Star Wars. I would agree with that. I already decided. I'm like, I'm definitely going to go support Jumanji. Fuck Star Wars. After seeing The Last Jedi in theaters twice, I was like, never again. now available on Netflix. What's that all about? Never again. Why would they do that? I don't understand that. You have a Disney property known as the Star Wars verse and you're going to put it on Netflix? You're a direct competition? What kind of thing do they have that's giving them the urge to go and do that? They have all these platforms. They do have Disney Go right now, but why would you do that? Yeah. I don't understand that. It made no sense, especially to give the rights over to Netflix now. How much money did they are they paying for that? That's what I would like to know. Netflix, how much did you actually pay your competitor to have that on your network? Especially when it's not that amazing of a film. No. It's on there and I still haven't watched it. It dropped this weekend and I'm a Star Wars nut. Yeah. I don't know. Well, let us know in the comments down below what you think of Jumanji 2 coming out. I'm super excited for yeah. it. I know you are. Going to blow its doors off. I think this is a good time to wrap up. I think it's been an amazing episode, guys. Not bad. Not bad. I enjoyed myself. I hope you did. I hope the audience did. And just remember, don't go don't go to a theme park by yourself, guys. Yeah, it's a little sad. No, it's cracked up to be. I would say go to the movies by yourself, though. You can cry in the dark. Yeah, cry, cry <laughs> in the dark. But um, thanks for coming out, guys. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you on the next Can't Sleep, Won't Sleep. Peace. Later. For further details, we return you now to your regularly scheduled program.